The following shear has been presented by Rav Moshe Zev Granik, member of the Beis Havad Dayanus Koilel, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For contract and ISCA draft and review, wills and estates, or other halachic services, please call 1-888-485-8223 or visit thehalachacenter.org. In Parashat Lech Lecha, Pasuk says, when Avram returned from Mitzrayim to Eretz Yisrael, we know the Pasuk says, Vayihiriv, there was a disagreement between Roye Mikne Avram, Huvein Roye Mikne Loit. So there was a fight between the shepherds of Avram and the shepherds of Loit. What was this disagreement about? Zok Rashi. Rashi says, Fishahoyu Roye Shaloit Rishon, the Loit shepherds were Risham, Umar and Behemtam, they would let their animals graze in other people's fields. And Avram shepherds gave them Teichacha. They, uh, gave them Musa. They said, how could you do such thing? You're stealing. So, Loit shepherd answered that it's not, they're not stealing because Nitna Eretz La Avram. Hashem promised Eretz Yisrael belongs to Avram. And since Avram doesn't have any children, so after Avram dies, anyways, everything, the entire Israel will be in the possession of light. So therefore, it's not stealing. That was the argument that the shepherds of, of light made. Now, this Rashi is interesting that it says that the Roy Avram, that Avram shepherds, they rebuked the shepherds of Light because they were stealing. Now, this concept of Teichacha is, Pasuk Nechomesh, Pasuk says, It's a mitzvah, it's counted by all of the Rishonim as one of the 613 mitzvahs in the Torah. There's a mitzvah, the mitzvah of Teichacha, that if you see somebody doing an Aveira, the person has an obligation to tell him that what he's doing is an Aveira, and to try to convince them, if it's possible, not to do that Aver. A mitzvah, a mitzvah of Teichacha. And we know that this, the, the idea that Tariq mitzvah, 613 mitzvahs, are said to Klaistro. Goyim, people who are not Jewish, don't have the obligation to keep the 613 mitzvahs. The only mitzvahs that they're obligated to keep, the Gemara says, the Rambam says, that there is an obligation for the Goyim to keep Sheva mitzvahs b'nei noach. So, First of all, the seven mitzvahs of Neinach do not include the mitzvah of Teichacha. So this idea that this that Rashi says that the shepherds of Avram gave Teichacha to the shepherds of Loit, though it's true that Loit shepherds were doing an Avera, but what obligates the shepherds of Avram to tell them, to tell them they're doing something wrong? Why, why, why do they have an obligation to stop them? They only have an obligation to stop them if there's a mitzvah of Teichacha. So then there's a mitzvah. But this mitzvah of Teichacha is only said regarding a, regarding a Jew. It doesn't say anywhere. Where do we find that there's a concept of Teichacha for, for a Ben Noach? It's not one of the mitzvahs that the Goyim are mechuyiv. And more so, even were we to say, there's a big discussion, if, if the Avis had the status if they kept mitzvahs before Ma'an Torah, if they were obligated to keep the mitzvahs before Ma'an Torah. So therefore we'll say there was an obligation on Avram, and maybe Avram's servants also had an obligation to keep all the mitzvahs of the Torah. So maybe maybe they have an obligation of the mitzvah, mitzvah of Techacha, just like they have the mitzvah, they have all the other mitzvahs that they're supposed to keep. 
But the Pasik says, And it's clear that the mitzvah of Teichacha, even today, the mitzvah of Teichacha is only, there's only a mitzvah to give Teichacha to another Jew. There's no mitzvah for a Yid to give Teichacha to a guy. It says clearly in the Pasik, Amisecha, Amisecha excludes, excludes guy. In fact, there's a Rashi in Sanhedrin of Ayin Heim and Aleph. Rashi says clearly over there that there's no mitzvah of Teichacha. The Gemara over there is discussing the uh, halacha, the story regarding um, Naaman in the Sefer Malachim discusses a general of a, non, of a non-Jewish army. He wasn't Jewish, whose name was Naaman, and he became a Ger Teishov. He decided he was going to accept upon himself the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Nayach. There's a whole story over there why he decided that. But after he decided that, so the Pasuk says that, the way the Gemara describes it over there, is that Naaman went to Elisha, who, the, the Navi of the time, and he said he has a problem because even though he he uh, accepted upon himself the Shev Mitzvah but he's a general of this of this army. He's going to go back to the king, and he's going to have to accompany the king when the when this non-Jewish king goes to his base of the Zara. So how is he going to be allowed to do that? So the question that the Gemara deals with is: this a problem? Is this uh, is there is there a problem of Kiddush Hashem or Chil Hashem regarding uh, what what exactly is the obligation of Benayach? So over there, Rashi describes why doesn't he have an obligation of Teichacha? So Rashi. Says clearly that the mitzvah of teichacha is only said to a yid. There is no mitzvah of teichacha. There's no mitzvah to give teichacha to a guy. If there's no mitzvah to give teichacha to a guy, so uh, how do we understand this Rashi? Now the truth is that Rashi by us, Rashi doesn't say that the they were obligated. Rashi doesn't say that the shepherds of Avram were obligated. It says they did it, but it would seem the implication of Rashi is that if the if they gave teichacha, they only gave teichacha because there would be an obligation to give teichacha. Now we find, even the Gabi Yid, we find there are two separate chiyuvim to give teichacha, or to stop somebody from doing an aver. We said before there's a mitzvah of echeich techeich samisecha. Aside from the mitzvah of echeich techeich samisecha, there's a concept that the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Kol Yisrael arevim zelozet. There's a concept that's known as arvus, that all, each one of Kla Yisrael is responsible for everybody else. And this concept that the Gemara says has two ramifications in halacha. One ramification in halacha is that since everyone is obligated to make sure other, everybody else does mitzvahs, so the halacha says that uh, if somebody has a chiv to say something, a chiv kiddush, a chiv of benching, a chiv to say a bracha, you, somebody else is able to be him. Someone else could say the bracha, and this person will listen, and that way he'll be able to be mitzvah chiv. How could he do that? The person saying it doesn't have the mitzvah. The answer is that the person who's saying it is considered as if he has the mitzvah because of this concept of Koyisrael Raven. So because, let's say, Reuven has a mitzvah of Kiddush, Shimon could be Moitzim, Shimon could say the Kiddush, even if Shimon already made Kiddush, he could be Moitzim because of this concept of Arvis. And now, Shimon has as much of a chiv, is, 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 is as much obligated as Reuven. Now this concept of Arvos, the Klichemda writes very clearly in the Parshas Vayero, is based, this concept of Arvos only applies to Jews. The Gemara says in Saita, when was this concept of Arvos, we say, where does it come from? We, we, why is it true that all of, all, each one of Klai Yisrael is responsible for everybody else? So the Gemara says in Saita, that it's something that all of Klai Yisrael accepted upon themselves. At the, it was included in the 
the brachis and klolis that were said when Klai Yisrael went into Eritzro and Har Grizan and Har Evil, that created the responsibility of Arvus. So therefore, if that's the case, then there is no responsibility of Arvus. So we say, besides for the chiv of Arvus that you can be mighty somebody else, there is an obligation to stop somebody from doing an Aver. Because if you see somebody doing an Aver, since I'm responsible for you, it's as if I'm doing the Aver. But that's only true if there's a if the, if, the, if there truly is arvus, but there's no arvus from a yid to a guy. There's no there's no responsibility that a yid has to for the, to, to make sure that a guy does that a guy does mitzvahs and the guy doesn't do an avera. So it's very strange that we should say there's a concept of teichacha, or there should be some sort of concept of arvus that you should that uh, that that a yid should have to stop should have to stop a guy from doing an Avera. Or even that a guy should have to stop some a different guy from doing an Avera. Because only only by Kleistra do we see a concept that each individual accepted Arvus upon themselves. They were accepted upon themselves responsibility for everybody else. We don't find anywhere that all of the Goyim accepted responsibility, that each guy accepts responsibility that, that uh, all the other Goyim will keep mitzvahs. In addition, we find that there are others that also assume for a Dover Poshet. They say it, uh, that, that, that Poshet to them that this concept of Teichacha applies even by Goyim. Uh, in Parshat Vayera, the Poshet descri- describes, Torah describes the Maisa uh, with Sadoim, how Sadoim was destroyed. And Sadoim was destroyed and the only people to be saved from Sadoim were Loit and his two and his uh, two daughters. So it says that Lot left the city. They, the Malachim came, they saved him, they sent him out of the city. He originally asked that he should be able to go to the city of Tsar, and then afterwards the Pasik says that he left the city of Tsar. He went into a cave. And it says over there, believe Rashi says, that Lot was afraid he was going to be punished. Now the question is that it's true that Sidoim was punished before because of their Averis. But Light was saved. Light was saved because he uh, he didn't do these avers. That's why he left, and he was able to go to Tzayar. So why was he suddenly afraid that he's going to be punished together with the city? What's the pshat? If he didn't do the avera, why should he be punished? So there's a pnei Yeshua in Shabbos on Daf Nun that says that while it's true, it's true that uh, that Light didn't do any of the averes that Sadaim did. However. The, there's a Gemara in Menachis, Dafmem, that says that usually HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not punish people for not fulfilling mitzvahs. We know there's two types of mitzvahs. There are mitzvahs asay and there are mitzvahs loisasay. Mitzvahs asay are mitzvahs that a person is obligated to do. And mitzvahs loisasay are things that the Torah says that a person is not allowed to do. So a person who was over an Avera, the Torah said not to steal and he goes and he steals. So he has an Avera. For, an, for, for such an Aveira, he gets punished. There's Chiyuvim, the person has a Chiyuv to give back the, the Gzela. Person, there are, if there's a Bezden, Bezden has the ability to sometimes give somebody Malkus. Sometimes they could kill him. They have Misa. But if not, it says that Hashem takes care of and Hashem will punish a person in this world for the Aveiras that he did. However, what if somebody has a, there was a mitzvah say and he didn't fulfill a mitzvah say he had a mitzvah to blow the shofar in Rosh Hashanah and he didn't he was lazy he was negligent he didn't end up blowing so here he doesn't have a, a clear avera he didn't do something wrong but this avera is one of inaction 
He was mevatel, he mitzvah saseh. So the Gemara says that usually HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't bring a punishment in this world for somebody who is mevatel and asay, who does not mikai in the mitzvah say. Nevertheless, the Gemara says, Be'idon rischo. At a time when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is angry, and a time when we see that Hashem is angry, and Hashem brings punishments on this world because we see He's, he's upset, then the Gemara says, Anshin The Gemara says that there HaKadosh Baruch Hu will tack a punish. So the Gemara over there is, is discussing the mitzvah of tzitzis. You know there's a mitzvah where a person wears a beged, a garment that has four corners, he has a mitzvah to put tzitzis on it. If he wears this beged without tzitzis, so that's only a mitzvah say that he wasn't, he, he wasn't mikayim. So the Gemara says over there that Be'idun Rizcho, when Hashem is upset, then he's going to punish a person who doesn't wear tzitzis. So the earth, based on this Gemara, Pnei Yeshua says that the reason why Lloyd was scared he was going to get punished was because of this rule, usually that Akash Baruch will not punish him, will not punish a person for not being a kind mitzaseh, but over here Lloyd was afraid. Why was he afraid? Which mitzaseh did he, did he not fulfill? So Pnei Yeshua says the mitzvah that he didn't do was the mitzvah of Teichachem, the mitzvah of Hechech Teichach. Lloyd himself didn't do any of that virus that uh, the rest of the, the rest of Sadaim did. However, he was afraid he would get punished together with Sadaim because he had the ability, he knew that they did Averis, he had the ability to give them Techacha, to tell them to stop, and he, uh, he didn't. He, he ignored it and he didn't get, and he didn't, uh, he didn't give them Techacha. Therefore, says the Pnei Yeshua, so this is a mitzvah to say that he was Mavatal. So normally, Hashem won't punish a person in this world because of being Mavatal mitzvah say, but Hashem is destroying Sadaim, that's Eden Rizkha, you see Hashem is upset. In such a situation where Hashem is upset, there we say, Lloyd was afraid that maybe he's going to get punished for being levat al of Techacha, and therefore he, he, he ran away, he didn't want to stay in the city. So we see clearly that Pnei Shu also understands that there is a real mitzvah, a mitzvah of Echeich Techiach, the mitzvah of Techacha applies, we're talking about, uh, we're not even talking about the obvious, we're talking about from Lloyd to the Anshi Sidoim, that's from one Benoyach to another Benoyach. And we see this concept that there's Teichach. So we have to understand where exactly does this concept of, of Teichach come from? The mitzvah of Teichach, that says clearly by a yid, not by a guy. There's another place in this week's parasha where we also find this concept of giving Teichach to a guy. The, the parasha discusses that there was a big Muhammad. There was a war between the four kings and the five kings. The four kings went to war against the five kings, and the four kings won. And they took all the money away from the five kings. And one of the five kings was Sadaim, that means they captured all the people. So Avram went to save Light, who was, who was obviously his nephew, went to save Light from, uh, because he was captured by the four kings. And the Torah describes how Avram was successful, and he conquered, he fought against the four kings, and he won. And he got all the people back, and he got all the money back. And the Pasuk says that he returned the people to Mel Sadaim, the people to the city that uh, were, 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 were his subjects, or the su- subjects of Mel Sadaim, he returned the money. The Pasuk says that Mel Sadaim said, said, I'll take the people, but, uh, but you can keep the money. Avram said that he doesn't want to take any money from Mel Sadaim. He doesn't want to take anything. What's this idea that Avram doesn't want to take anything from Mel Sadaim? What's the Pshat? So we find, and interestingly enough, there is a Prisha that talks about this. The Prisha is a Pirish on the tour. In, and the Prisha in Chayshin Mishpat, the Sun Reishman Tess, 
Over there, Prisha mentions it in the Sefer Prisha. The Prisha also has a Pirish on the Shulchan Aruch, the, which is the Sma. He discusses it over there in Sinrashim and Tess of Cotton Dalit. The Halacha over there is discussing what we find in the Gemara in a few places. A concept that's known as Soyni Matonas Yichya. The Gemara says, Soyni, it's a Pasuk in Mishlei, Soyni Matonas, that a person who hates gifts, Yichya, he will live. And the Gemara uses this as a Svar, uh, the Gemara is the Gemara in Chulun Mentalit, this Gemara in Bava Basra, um, Dafi Gimel, Dafi Beis, that the Gemara says that a person has a right to say, and, he sh- and the Gemara seems to say, even he should say, he should say, Soyni Matonas Yichya. That he should not accept. It's not. It's not a good thing to accept gifts. A person shouldn't accept gifts. And a person who accepts gifts, it sounds like he won't live. A person who accepts gifts, he will live. What's the concept? Why? Why? Why is it uh, uh, such a bad thing to accept gifts? So the Prisha and the Sma, he says that he says interesting concept. He says that if a person by nature. Is the type of person that accepts gifts from all sorts of people. So that means that's how he lives his life. He lives his life um, by trying to get free things wherever he can. So in order to do that, obviously the person who's giving gifts to somebody who's giving. So you have to ingratiate yourself. The person has to basically, uh, he has to basically constantly be in his dealings with other people. He has to be very nice to them so that he could receive whatever gifts. So why would a person give him a gift for free? Usually a person, the Gemara says a person doesn't give a gift for free. He wants something in return. Or because the person did him a favor, so he wants to give him a gift. This idea of says the Sma is that if a person is constantly receiving gifts, if the person lives his life that he accepts gifts, what that means is that he has to be on good terms with everybody. So what happens if he sees this person and this person goes and, uh, and does an Aveira? Person that goes and does an Aveira, so we know. Person go, uh, does an Aveira, we said before, there's a mitzvah teichacha, you're mechuyiv to tell him. Mechuyiv to tell him, you're doing an Aveira. Now, you go and tell him somebody's doing an Aveira, he's not going to be very happy with you. If he's not going to be very happy with you, he's not going to be very uh, likely to give you uh, to give you something for free. A person who accepts matanois says the sma it's very likely that he's not going to have the strength. He's not going to be able to give other people teichacha and to call people out when he sees that they're doing something wrong. Other Abba, you're going to have to flatter people and to say things that they do are bad. You have to say that they're good, which is a separatist of Hanufa. The Gemara says that somebody who flatters a Russia does not have a He's one of the groups of people that's in Mechabos Pnei So... Says the Sma, that's why you shouldn't accept gifts because there's nothing inherently wrong with accepting a gift. But a person who accepts gifts, then he's going to have to come to flatter people. He's not going to be able to give the proper Muslim and proper Teichacha when, when he needs to. And therefore, it's not appropriate to accept gifts. So there are those Paiskim who discuss if this is the reason of the Sma, this is the, re- the Sma's reason for the Sayyidina Zichya, why you're not supposed to accept gifts. So what would be the halacha? Would you be allowed to accept a gift from a guy? Bishlam, you're talking about accepting gifts from a, from a yid. So accepting a gift from a yid is a problem because if I take gifts, if I take a present from him, if I take a toiver from him, then uh, I'm going to have to stay on good terms with him. He, I'm not, he's, he's not going to want, he's not going to want to give me anything if I give him toichacha. But by a guy, if there's no mitzvah to give a guy toichacha, so who cares? Take all the gifts you want from a guy. There's no problem with taking gifts from a guy. This idea doesn't apply, won't apply by a guy. 
because there is no mitzvah to give teichacha to a guy. That's what, uh, basically, based on the, the Rashi that we saw, that there's no mitzvah of Teichach, Rashi and Sanhedrin says there's no mitzvah of Teichach by a guy. So if it's, tr- if it's true that there's no mitzvah of Teichach by a guy, so then the halacha should be, that it should be allowed to accept a gift from a guy. The problem is that the Sma himself, in, 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 in his Pirish on the tour, he says very clearly that he, he brings this, this story by Avram in this week's parsha. He says the reason why Avram didn't accept gifts, that he didn't accept the money that the, the Mel Sadaim offered him was because of this rule of Sayyidina Matanis Yechin. The Hainu, you see clearly that the, 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 the Sma at least understands that this con- there is a concept of Teichacha, even not to give Teichacha to a guy. Because if there wouldn't be any cause to give Teichacha to a guy, you can't tell me that the reason Avram didn't accept the gifts is because of Sayyidina Matanis Yechin. Now the Sma over there in the Torah has a whole discussion. There's a steer in this parish itself because when it came to Mel Sadaim, Avram wasn't willing to accept it. When it came to, in the beginning of the parasha, by the, uh, by Melech Mitzrayim, by when they, when Pari took Sarah, by Pari took Sarah, so the Pasuk Rashi says, the man that Avram said, you're gonna say, you're not Achos yet, you're gonna say, we're all, you're, you're my sister, so that way, they'll be good to me. And Rashi says, you're gonna give me gifts. Suddenly Avram, and we find, we find that Pari gave Avram, he gave him a lot of money, and Avram had no problem taking it. Taking the money from, from Pari wasn't a problem. However, he held taking the money from Sodom was a problem. So we have to understand that this smile over there deals with what exactly is the difference. But that's not, that's a different discussion. Kaponim, Al Kaponim, we see another proof from this week's parasha by Sodom that at least the smile understands that this idea of Teichacha applies even to a guy. You're not supposed to give Teichacha even to a guy. So how are we supposed to understand this? So we find there is a Sefer Hasidim. The Sefer Hasidim in Simon Tov Tov Shin Chav Dalid writes that a person, a Jewish person, has a mitzvah to give Teichacha to non-Jews. There is a mitzvah to give Teichacha. What's his proof? What's his source? How, do, how does he know that there's a mitzvah to give Teichacha to a guy? So he says, interesting proof. He says, we know, Sefer Yaina. What's the story that, uh, that, that Sefer Yaina discusses? The story of Yaina Hanavi. Yaina was a Navi. Hashem came to him and said, go to Ninveh and tell them that Ninveh, the city is going to be destroyed. And the Pasuk says, Yaina didn't want to go. Why didn't you want to go? The Mepharsh would say, because the whole idea of uh, Hashem sending someone to Ninveh was it was going to we see if Ninveh would do tshuva that would be a kitchik on Kali Yisrael that Ninveh the going were able to do tshuva and Kali Yisrael doesn't do tshuva Yain didn't want to go in the end Hashem made him go and he went and he said Ninveh is going to be destroyed and the end of the story was that they listened they did tshuva and then it wasn't destroyed that's basically the summary of Sefer Yain so the Sefer Hasidim says that why Hashem send Yaina to, uh, to Ninveh it must be that uh, Hashem doesn't want Goyim to do Averis. So if we see Hashem doesn't want Goyim to do Averis and Hashem sent Yaina to give Teichacha to the Anshin Ninveh that they should stop doing the Averis so you see that that, uh, that, that that therefore he says that you're supposed to give Teichacha you're supposed to give Teichacha even to a guy. So it's very interesting. So the, the, the Sefer Hasidim learns now. It's interesting. He doesn't say this. 
Because he said, to say the Zechiv Achei Techiach L'chayro, the Torah says, it's only a Yid. To say that it's uh, Aravos, we said there is no Aravos. But it would seem that there is some sort of idea, there's some sort of idea that there's a concept that it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing that Goyim do Averis. It's not good for the world that Goyim do Averis. And it's in every person's best interest that even it's in, even if for a Yid, it's in every Yid's best interest that Goyim don't do Averis. So therefore there is a concept that you should give Toichacha, you should give Toichacha to a guy, at least to cause him to stop doing Averis. Now, if we say this, we, so we have some sort of uh, makar. I saw Achrayim say, obviously, this is not a chiv. You can't say this is a chiv. The chiv achet techir is amisecho. The Torah says you'll have to classify this as a midas chasidus. It's not as much as a chiv. But with this, we can answer all the all, all our previous kashas. This that we find in all these places that there's a concept that uh, goyim will have a mitzvah techacha. A yid will have a mitzvah to give techacha to a goy, and a goy will have a mitzvah to give techacha to a goy. That could all be included based on this concept. There's this Midas Chasidus that the Sefer Chasidim says to give Teichacha to a guy, even if there's no actual Chiv. Rashi in Sanhedrin, he said, says that the Mitzvah of Teichacha is not to a guy because it says Teichacha. That's the actual Mitzvah. <clears throat> but there would still, even if there wouldn't be an actual mitzvah, there would be a midas chasidus, and that would explain why Avram didn't would, didn't want to take money from Sodom because the sign of Tanasiyichia. That would explain why the shepherds of Avram gave techach to the shepherds of light. Now, just to point out, it could be there are practical besides the fact that we say it's a midas chasidus to give techach to a guy, and it's not as strong of a chiv. It could be there are practical differences. There's a practical nafkeminus as well. Um, there are certain halachas. Teichach is a mitzvah like other mitzvahs and has certain parameters. There's, there's certain uh, halachas that apply to the mitzvah of Teichach. Lamashal, the Gemara says in Eirchen, um, I think that Tezayin Medveiz, the Gemara says, The Gemara says that a person has a mitzvah to give Teichach and if the guy's not listening, you have a mitzvah to keep bothering him. And the, so the Gemara says, how far does it go? How much do you have to bother the person and continue giving Teichach? You know, uh, so the Gemara has a three machlekes. One man Omar says that you have a mitzvah to give the guy techacha until he starts hitting you. He starts hitting you back. One man Omar says until he starts cursing you. And one man Omar says at nizifa, even as soon as you see that he's not so happy with you, then you could stop. So we see that there's a chiv to continue to give techacha until, according to one man Omar, he has to mamish be so upset with you. He's cursing you. He's hitting you. Now, that, this sheer, this that there's a, a sheer of how much techacha you're supposed to give, obviously that's only true when there's a mitzvah of techacha, the real mitzvah of techacha. But if there's a, only a mitzvah chasidus, like the same chasidus says, a mitzvah chasidus to give somebody techacha, so makes sense to say that, they, that you don't have to go so far. You don't have to go and say that the mitzvah of techacha, when you're giving techacha to a ben noyach, that the mitzvah is to, to, uh, to go so far and say that, uh, that you have to continue giving teichach until he's hitting you. Maybe you only have a mitzvah to to do it once. You don't necessarily have a mitzvah to do it to do it many other times. It could be also that there is a chumrah. The Gemara says that there's no mitzvah to give somebody teichach by yid. When the Gemara discusses the mitzvah teichach, the Gemara says in Shabbos over there in Daphnin Hay that there's no mitzvah to give somebody teichach if you're sure that the person won't listen. If you're sure the person won't listen, so then there's no mitzvah to give somebody techacha. And in fact, the Gemara says under certain circumstances, if the Avera that the person is doing is not 
an explicit passing in the Torah, the Gemara says, Mutav shiu shaygin v'layu meziden. says sometimes it's better, sometimes it's better that uh, if he's a shaygig, sometimes we say that it's better not to tell, not to let him know. If he's being over and aver, that's explicit in the Torah, you can't say that. But if it's something that's not fairish in the Torah, so there are rules when we say this teichacha. Could be that only applies to the mitzvah teichacha. If there's a mitzvah chasidus that we don't want people doing averis, could be that might apply. Now, Mujah Yishayim is a little harder because once you tell him, he's not a shayim anymore. But regarding the first halacha, that we say if, a per- if you're 100% sure the person's not going to listen to you, it could be that there might still be a mitzvah chasidus that Hashem wants you, that's this, we see the, from the fact that Hashem sent Yoyne that Huadin Hashem wants you to go and tell the other person to stop doing an Avera. So if that's the case, it could be, I'm not sure, but it could be that at least to give him Techacha once, that we said, the mitzvah, the Sevi Chasidim Schiv, to give somebody Techacha, maybe applies to give him Techacha once, twice. That mitzvah could be you'll have even when you're 100% sure that the person's not going to listen to you. But that, the, the actual mitzvah that the Torah says of Yichich, Techich Samisecha, that the Gemara says in, in, in that situation will not apply. The Beis Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultations, Service, Educational Seminars, or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org, or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.